What's going on? You now tuned in to the Queen City Bullies podcast. I'm your host, Aaron, and today we're going to be talking about co-owns and pubbacks. Before we jump right into the podcast, I want to give my big brother a shout out over at Queen City Bully South. That boy doing this thing over there. He got them grand champion Spotify puppies. Check them out, y'all. Make sure y'all go over to Instagram at Queen City Bully South. You can find him on Facebook, too, at QCB South. Make sure y'all watch out for them fake pages now. Watch out for the scammers, the finessers, the fake pages, because they out there now. I'm going to post the link to his page right here, so you make sure you don't find that wrong page and get finessed. All right, we're going to jump right into the video. Today, we're going to talk about co-owns and pubbacks, like I said. Um, for those of y'all that are not familiar with the term co-own and pubbacks, I'm going to kind of break it down for y'all before we jump right into the video. Um, okay, so a co-own is basically where two people share ownership of a dog. You know, in most cases, you will see this amongst breeders where a breeder will co-own a dog with another breeder. Um, for certain reasons, maybe one breeder don't have space to keep that dog and they want to, uh, they feel like that dog will be an asset to their program and take their program to the next level. So they don't want to just sell the dog outright. So they'll put the dog in the hands of somebody that can care for the dog, take care of the dog, and then when it's time to breed that dog, they can still uh, take care of the business on the back end. They'll usually spit the profits 50-50 to make the co-own make sense, if that makes sense. And then a putback. Okay, a putback deal, y'all, is basically, okay, if you got a stud male, usually you require a stud fee. You require uh, money compensation for his stud services. Now, in the case of a putback, what you're going to literally do is receive a putback as compensation for your stud service instead of receiving money now with a pup back that can be a good thing for somebody that's kind of like starting out a new stud that don't really have productions to prove that he a proven producer you can use uh pup backs with quality females to show um how that stud can produce you know also if you wanted to take the route of selling the pup back you can always sell the pup back and make uh just as much money as the stud fee if not more it just will require a lot more time and patience so uh, that's the definitions of the co-own and the putback for y'all before we take a more deeper dive into the podcast. Okay, I know you're probably thinking, like, why would I get myself into a co-own situation or a putback situation? Like I said, these um, things happen all the time in a bully game. They can be beneficial. I've seen from my personal experience that they can be um, bad. They can, they can be, it can turn out either way, y'all, good or bad, to be completely honest with you. Um, I'm going to speak a little bit on my experience today, and I'm going to talk to y'all a little bit about things that I've heard, things that I've seen, et cetera, et cetera. I ain't going to drop no names or nothing like that because um, I don't want to hurt no feelings or nothing. But in my experience, I would say overall, overall, doing these co-owns and these putbacks, they've been pretty good for me. I have had my fair share that haven't gone uh, the way that I expected them. But, hey, that's just the way. Uh, that's just the way that the ball rolls sometimes, you know. It's 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 always a high-risk, high-reward, especially with these co-owns or these pubbacks, you know. Um, I've gone into situations where everything was going perfectly fine, like really just perfectly, perfectly fine. You know, the, the co-owner uh, is taking great care of the dog. You know, the dog is in pristine condition. I'm loving the way they, they take care of the dog and then... Fast forward a year and a half, two years, 
later once it's time to start getting down down to the business with that dog and you know it's time to breed um you know i've ran into issues where okay let's say the female is bred successfully you know we confirm the pregnancy and then we get all the way into the point where she having the puppies and then that's where the complications begin you know i've had that that issue where you know there's been times where female uh going to have complications in the pregnancy and then the female either die and the puppies you know i've had that happen i've heard of that happening you know or you know just losing the entire litter altogether. just just unfortunate things that can happen that when you co-own a dog with somebody obviously if y'all sharing ownership if y'all sharing profits you're gonna have to share the loss as well so um it's definitely something where you you know in that situation you may or may not feel like damn you know that person uh didn't do what you maybe felt like you would have did so it's definitely one of those situations y'all where it can it can be good or it can be bad you know um i've also had situations shout out to my guy over there at rockdale bullies um let me tell y'all me and my guy trent over there at rockdale bullies he the owner of tri-county right so we done did let's say three pup backs we done did three collaborations um so far so the very first collaboration we did was with my girl starfire bred her to his stud tri-county um i did a pup back for him for second pick um so he received second pick overall and that's how he got his girl nairobi so and then but let me let me just tell y'all what happened right so the very first time i bred to tri-county uh he had eight puppies five of them didn't make it only three of the puppies lived right so then go fast forward to we decided to run the breeding back because we only got three puppies out of it i ran the breeding back she had eight puppies all of them lived um and everything went successful he even uh since he got a pup back the first time the second time he went on to sell his pup back so he was able to sell his pup back for four thousand you know just to give some context on how uh how good that particular pup back went you know like i said the first time it didn't go so well even though we lost five of the eight puppies i still honored the pup back made sure i still um gave him his compensation for his stud services and then the second time you know everything went swell all eight puppies survived and then like i said he ain't want to keep his pup back i ended up helping him sell it so we still made some good money together plus we produced some fire dogs together now fast forward uh two years uh later nairobi the dog that we produced off of the first breeding um she matured and was ready to breed so then we bred her to believe on a pup back deal where now i'm getting second pick pup back and then so we produced man some monsters out of that breeding and then also he helped me take my program to the next level uh from both of those breeds because when you think about the breeding with uh nairobi and believe i kept my pup back out of that my girl my lilac tri girl delilah and then out of the first breeding that we did um i kept my boy bubby so we some incredible things came from that breeding for sure and then um you know like i said we were able to establish a relationship and build if you think about it that was um going on three years ago and we done did three collaborations in that time and we talking right now about furthering uh 
further building the relationship and, and maybe even doing a fourth collaboration. So that's that's definitely something that I would say has gone good on a uh, on the pup back side. You know what I'm saying? But I've seen bad, bad, bad situations where, okay, so you do a pup back deal with somebody, you know, and then they turn up and say, oh, the female didn't take only to find out two months later they got puppies that look just like your stud that they're trying to sell, you know, under under some other stud's name. You know, I've seen I've seen the, the most crazy, craziest things on a pup back deal. You know, people having the puppies and then not wanting to honor the pup back because the puppies turn out to be so fire. They don't want to just give away, you know, a pup on a pup back. You know what I'm saying? I've seen situations where on a co-own where like if you think about it on a co-own, usually the person that's co-owning the dog either one of them one of the parties probably don't have the space to keep the dog or maybe the or maybe one of the parties don't have the money to financially like buy the dog outright so they're going with a co-own to kind of you know because the price on a co-own versus buying a dog outright typically is a lot cheaper you know what i'm saying so i've seen situations where you know you co-own a dog with somebody and then they turn around nine ten eleven months later and try to buy the dog outright from you once they, you know, then saved up and got the rest of the money. But you didn't put it in your head like, you know, we doing this co-ownership. We're going to split everything down the middle. And then here they come talking about they want to buy you out of the co-own. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen, I've seen and heard it all, like, with these co-owns and these and these putbacks. Like, like I said, they definitely, like, I personally, in my opinion, I personally feel like they have helped me catapult and take my program to that next level like i said um with, with the situation that i did with rockdale bullies on the pup back you know co-owns i'm gonna speak about the co-owns to y'all as well like i've co-owned um dogs with people you know okay so it's been a situation where i uh co-owned a dog with a person and you know they just didn't care for the dog the way um that i would you know the dog not getting the best of care, you know. Um, and that, in that situation, it's like you could have kept the dog and just owned it yourself if the if the co-owner wasn't going to give that dog a better quality of life than what you could have gave the dog. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that's crazy. I've even had situations where, like, you know, I give a dog to a person for little to nothing with the intentions that I'm going to breed to that dog down the line. Like, you know, it's a partnership co-owned deal situation only to look up months later and talk to that person. And they're they like, oh, yeah, I couldn't. I don't got that dog no more. I, my, my cousin got the dog now or uh, my landlord said I couldn't have a dog or, you know, I had to get rid of it. But, you know, that person ain't even reach out to you and say, hey. I know you gave me this dog. I can't have this dog no more. You know, you want to take this dog back. They just, you know, sell the dog or get a dog to somebody. Just some old other crazy, crazy mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the 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 things that you see in this bully game, man, is like never ending. You know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, you know. I've had, like I said, I've had situations where, man, everything just goes so smooth initially. And then it comes time to, you know, drop that litter or whatever like that. 
and and you know they just ain't getting the job done you know what i'm saying i've seen situations with co-owns with studs whereas you know you got two people co-owning the stud they supposed to be splitting everything down the middle and then you got the person that that uh that the stud is living with or what have you you know they going and doing breedings behind the other person back because they won't know you know he that person don't live with the dog he's just a co-owner per se so he won't know if i if i you know do this breeding over here on the low he won't ever find out type of thing like just just things that you wouldn't even imagine that could happen with these co-owned deals like man i've seen and heard it all y'all you know what i'm saying i want to talk to y'all a little more about the good side though because i i really don't like shedding too much light on the bad i do know it's important um to educate and, and just you know set the expectation that everything don't always go as planned you know what i'm saying but I want to give a shout out to my guy over there at UFO Kennels, my guy Milwaukee Rich, man. Um, some months back, I sold him my girl Princess Jasmine on a pup back. So it was kind of like a co-own and a pup back per se. Like so, um, he bought her. I kept the paperwork until I received my pup back, of course, you know. But fast forward, you know, he knocked out the breeding. We actually bred to my boy Believe. He produced some fire. He produced some fire. Rich stayed in communication with me the whole time. He let me know, hey, she she in heat. You know, hey, she pregnant. You know, hey, she having the puppies. You know, he let me know every step of the way. You know, he sent me pictures like once every week, every other week. And then when the puppies was ready to go, you know, he came through. He came through on the pup back for me, you know. He made sure I got my second pick. I, dro I drove out there to Milwaukee. I picked her up, hand-picked her up personally. You know, everything went the way uh, that it was expected or not. And I got to give a shout-out to Rich. Um, I, I didn't know Rich before, um, before he called me to buy Princess Jasmine. But everything just clicked. Great business, you know. And that's, and that's the key to all of this, like the putback deals, the co-owns, and really just the whole success successfully breeding these dogs and having and having longevity in the bully game is just it's really come down to doing good business you know what i'm saying like continue to do good business and, and more business will come your way you know what i'm saying if you do good good things will come to you for sure um and then you know like whenever you do go into business like a long-term partnership with a person like y'all gotta share the same vision you know what i'm saying like if you and this person don't share the same vision, y'all going in two totally different directions um, with y'all program or in y'all life or whatever the case may be, it's going to be hard for y'all to uh, to collaborate, to communicate, to just work together and smoothly complete, you know, business like on a co-own or a pub back. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot easier to work with somebody when y'all got a common goal, when y'all share the same vision. You know what I'm saying? When I did the when I did those three collaborations with my guy Rockdale Bullies, we definitely um, got some of the same goals. We share the same vision. You know our style of the look of the American Bully. All of that is something that um, that's very similar. So when it came down to doing business, um, you know it, it was very easy to work with, bro. You know what I'm saying? I've had co-owns where 
you know, people don't match my work ethic, you know, and they don't have the same drive or passion for the dogs that I do. So when it comes time to move and shake and get down to the business, they slow on their feet or or they don't, you know, they just, you know, they just lacking. You know what I'm saying? And in, the, and in this game and this business and, and really in anything in life, man, you got to get to it, you know. You ain't nothing going to come to a sleeper, a, a, you know what I'm saying, a slacker. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and then before I forget, I want to give another shout out to my guy over at Transformation Kennels. Y'all know my guy Theo and I, we, we co-own quite a few females, you know what I'm saying? And we've done um, a lot of business together and we've not once had any hiccups, you know. I think it helps that we got a great, uh, we got a great friendship and a good working relationship, you know, me and him, you know, like. We we communicate pretty well. He a real easy going person, and so am I. So it's like um, that make it a lot easier to do business together at a high level. You know what I'm saying? When you're not dealing with somebody that's greedy, you're not dealing with somebody that's thirsty. You know what I'm saying? They just um, want to put the work in and get the job done. You know what I'm saying? And and I think it's shown over the years in our relationship um like i'll i'll explain to y'all a little bit um me and him we co-own uh like i said quite a few females we had what we had two litters together this year my girl koye or our our girl koye i should say and our girl sophie they both dropped litters in, in march and april of this year so um you know they dropped litters we both uh we split the litter uh down the middle and then we also kept a few puppies out of that so it's good when when you do a, a co-own or a pup back with somebody when when y'all can for one complete complete the business and make money together but then also the puppies that come from those breedings like those are what i consider to be like collaborations when you collaborate with somebody and y'all do a breeding together and then those puppies go on to have puppies down the line that's building a legacy for you and that person that you that you did that collaboration with so that relationship is going to go further than just that one breeding you may look up two years from now and say damn these are the grand the grand pups to that litter that was created off of that collaboration so that partnership that working relationship can continue to grow and thrive for years to come as long as both people continue to build on it and y'all producing fire dogs together and 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 then also to like y'all sharing that same vision you know what i'm saying and and it don't and it don't even stop there like the sky's the limit with this like if done right and like i said y'all share that same passion and that same vision y'all really both can help catapult each other and take each other to a whole nother level i mean when you think about it um just transformation kennels and uh and rockdale bullies alone i had a personal goal for myself to get my boy believe out there more you know i wanted to get some more females for him to breed on the in-house side my guy transformation kennels was able to help me do that we brought in some more females to breed to him um, and now I got a lot more production off of him than I probably would have had without without that uh, without that collaboration. And then likewise with my guy over there at Rockdale Bullies, you know, he helped me 
take my program to the next level two years ago with the pup back that produced Bubby. Y'all already know Bubby been killing it. And then he came back again with, with Bubby's sister. He wanted to do the pup back breeding. Um, with Believe, I kept that pup back. And so now I got even more Believe production on the on the ground, you know. And so, like I said, I wanted to make start a Believe army, if you will, because I'm basing my yard, my bloodline, my look just off of him alone so it definitely helps for me to have you know the the more production off of him that i can you know because like they say production is power and if i got the more production that i got the more i can show and prove what my boy can do you know what i'm saying um i want to talk to y'all about a few more um situations before i let y'all go i gotta speak on this one my boy moa kendall's y'all know me and my boy MOA Levante, we like Kobe and Shaq, man. When we get in the lab, when we do these breedings, you know, we we knocking them out the park. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I love doing collaborations with him because we just like our energy, like together is like unmatched. You know what I'm saying? When I get with him, like we just get down. It's like a, it's just a, it's just something that I can't even really explain. Like we like this. You know what I'm saying? That's a little bro for sure. Like, and we done did probably like three collaborations so far we got more collaborations on the way make sure y'all stay tuned for that but y'all know the most recent one that we got is the one we got on the ground right now um i produced miss piggy i also produced bubby we bred them together to do this two times meatball breeding it turned out crazy that was my um one of the first times that i did a line breeding definitely the first time that i line bred two of my productions together but I couldn't, again, I couldn't have done that without my guy, you know, um, without him sharing the same vision as me, wanting to go in and be a part of that collaboration. So I definitely want to give a big shout out to my boy um, for the for the alley-oop on that situation, man, because we definitely we definitely put it down. Then we also did collaborations like when, um, you know, we took his girl MOA, his production MOA, Kendall Sasha, to my boy, uh, to my boy Rebel. They definitely produce some fire out of that litter. And then um, one of my most favorite, I'm going to say, is that Bubby and Buffy breeding. That one that produced that girl, uh, Queen City Bullies Barbie. She out there um, with my guy Longhouse Bullies out there in Milwaukee, man. She look incredible, y'all. She look amazing. Y'all make sure y'all uh, follow my guy Longhouse Kennels on Instagram. Make sure y'all follow uh, my guy Levante the Bully, MOA Kennels on instagram too man 